my entitled boss forces his employees to work while they have COVID-19. And even though I tried to warn him several times, he still decided to shift the blame on the people getting sick and claiming that we were all getting sick just to prove a point. So me and the rest of the office decided to get petty and we reported him to the state, resulting in several fines and many surprise inspections. Here's what happened. So I'm paralegal in a large metropolitan city in the United States. And at the time of the height of the COVID-19 pandemic, I worked for a decently sized personal injury firm. Despite having the largest caseload and the laziest and most toxic attorney in the firm, our boss decided that I would be the COVID captain, meaning I had to have every employee, higher ups, and boss included fill out a COVID questionnaire every morning when they came in, as well as take their temperatures. Everyone complained and moaned about how strict I was enforcing the rules, but for a few months, we did well with keeping our office COVID-free. When the holidays were approaching, I advised my boss and the other managing attorneys in a meeting that because everyone was going home to see their families over the holidays, we should have everyone work from home for the first 10 days of the new year, just to try and prevent the high possibility as well as the high probability that there might be some kind of outbreak. My boss smirked and said he didn't even see a reason to, as even if someone was COVID positive, they can just work from home and the rest of the office can still come in. I pointed out that while that would be ideal, if one of the attorneys came in while positive and sat in their office, all the other attorneys, including himself, would be exposed because all the offices were on the same wall, meaning the air vents in those offices all shared the same airflow. The boss shrugged me off and I followed up by putting it in an email and one by one, everyone took their days off to visit their families over the holidays. In the new year, less than two days back into the office, one of the attorneys came in sniffling and attempting not to cough. They had a low-grade fever, so I alerted the managing attorney and texted our boss, emphasizing that he needed to be sent home immediately. Both of them told me to just have him stay in his office and announce when he had to leave that office, whether going to the bathroom, taking a lunch, going to the copy machine, whatever it might be. And this was all so that the staff in the main area could put on their masks. Throughout the day, the attorney's symptoms are increasingly getting worse. I texted the boss again, stating that he needs to be sent home. The boss finally arrives, looks at the attorney and says, you're all right, right? You don't need to go home. It's just a cough, right? He had been torturing this attorney for months prior. So we all knew that the sick attorney's response would be, of course, it's just a sniffle. I can work. The next day, the attorney reaches out and says his symptoms are worse and his COVID test came back positive. So only now does the boss let him work from home. The day after that, the attorney in the office next to him messages that he woke up with symptoms and is working from home out of caution. Eventually, one by one, all the attorneys who have offices on the same wall with the same air vents all report having symptoms and testing positive. By the beginning of the following week, 75% of the office is working from home with symptoms either positive or waiting for results, including myself. We had to shut the office down for three weeks because there weren't enough people to run the office even on bare bones as everyone got sick pretty much all at the same time. When I became sick, my boss actually wrote in our group chat, of course you have symptoms. You probably wish this would happen to you just to prove your stupid point. We had been absolutely destroying ourselves for this man and that message was the last straw that broke the camel's back. A month after everyone returned, the boss was furious and irate that he received several anonymous complaints from the state. We did them gradually to lengthen the process and as a result, he received several fines and surprise inspections for months just to make sure he was following the rules and in compliance with the pandemic restrictions. 
we didn't get him shut down for good, but after that, every time someone tested positive for COVID, he automatically assigned the entire office to work from home for at least two weeks, as well as providing several negative COVID results just to prove that you're not sick. And I honestly could not be happier that karma came his way and absolutely put him in his place. What an awful boss. That guy seriously put the entire office at risk simply because he was too stupid to start sending people home. I mean, this guy could have gotten people seriously hurt. That's not okay in my book. So honestly, those fines and all the problems that came his way were 100% deserved. Because if you're going to put people's lives in danger, then you absolutely deserve all kinds of karma to come your way. If you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out, link down below in the description. Two boys asked me to the winner dance, and I picked the wrong one. And as a result, I think I ruined a good friendship that I clearly didn't see right in front of me. Here's what happened. I was asked to my school's winter formal last year by two guys, and I made a huge mistake. The first boy to ask me has a massive crush on me. He confessed his feelings to me back in 8th grade, but I did not feel the same way, but we still remained friends. We became close our sophomore year after being assigned to a project together. I honestly consider him one of the few people that I trust. I admit that I have not been the greatest friend at times, but I will still go to him for advice, but sometimes will block him out when he comes to me. I have asked him for advice with boys which cannot feel good for him, but he has never once made me feel like I do not matter to him. He is very nice and cares about the people around him. A lot of my friends find him cute, but I have never seen that side of him until lately. The second boy has been the boy I have had a crush on since my freshman year. He is also a nice guy, but has a superiority complex because he is on the football team and was named to the all-league high school football team last year. I find him incredibly cute, and he has shown signs of feelings for me. Because I'm on the cheerleading squad, we have interacted a lot, and he always asks to be paired up with me for school events. We had a talking stage last year, but I found out he was talking to another girl at the time, so I broke it off, but I have trouble getting over him. They asked me to the dance on the same day, and I did my friend unbelievably dirty. He brought me to a hidden spot on our campus during our lunch break and showed me a sign with an inside joke that we have between the two of us, which asked me to the dance. I was touched, but instead of saying yes, I told him I'm not sure if I was going to the dance, and I had to think about it. I asked him to give me some time, and he respected my wishes. I honestly felt bad, because I would have had a good time with him, but I did not say yes for some reason. The second boy asked me to the dance after I finished practice, and I said yes without hesitation. All he had to do was ask me and handed me a single rose. I was not expecting a grand gesture, but my friend put in effort and dressed nicer than usual, and I said yes to a guy in sweatpants and a rose he admitted that he took from a nearby Trader Joe's. Now, when my friend found out, he was justifiably annoyed, but said he was not mad and would let it go. I could tell that I hurt his feelings, but I said yes to the second boy, and I could not back out at the last minute. He went to the dance alone and had a good time, while I had a terrible night. My date and I had nothing in common, and refused to dance with me, because he did not want to look weird in front of his friends. My friend slow danced with a girl, while I sat next to a guy on his phone, watching a Golden State Warriors game. I deserved it, to be honest. After the dance, I kept talking to the boy, hoping to make things work, but he was not showing much interest in hanging out with me, especially when compared to my interest in him. I started talking to my friend less since I was occupied with the other boy, and I felt us drifting apart, so I planned a day where we would hang out and catch up. I invited him over to my house, where we painted and talked, and had a great time together. I found myself touching his arm a lot, and noticed that 
that his hair looked nice, and I kept stealing glances at him when he was not looking. We started watching a movie, but 20 minutes later, the boy started texting me, and I kept asking my friend to rewind every time I responded. He did it a couple of times, but eventually got tired and stopped doing it. The boy was annoyed with me, so I asked my friend for help, so he gave me a piece of advice, but I didn't like it, so I didn't listen to him. That was the last straw for him. He paused the movie and asked me to put my phone down. He asked me if I cared about him, and if I have been using him for all these years. I was confused, and he said he felt like I always go to him for help, but never allow him to come to me for any kind of help. I said I did care about him, so he asked me to name one thing I appreciated about him, but I froze up and started stuttering. I had a hundred things going through my head, but nothing came out. He looked at me with no emotion and said that he has wasted too much time in a friendship that was one-sided and that he was done. He expressed that he has been in love with me for years, but I never felt the same, and that he was dumb for thinking that I will eventually see him the way he sees me. He enjoys being my friend and said I am one of the few people he cares about, but he needed some time to process his emotions. The rejection I gave him from the dance hurt him a lot, and me texting this other boy while hanging out with him was his limit. He asked me to leave him alone for a while and ended up leaving my house, and I have not talked to him in over two weeks now. Today, I saw what looked like him flirting with a girl, and it honestly broke me. I got home after school, and I started crying because I miss him and was jealous that he was giving another girl the same attention he gave me. I messed up so bad. He showed me nothing but kindness and friendship for years, and I took it for granted. He was right when he said I did not appreciate him. I need to show him that I do care about him, and I want to continue being friends with him, but I am not sure how to tell him, and I honestly don't know what to do. Honestly, I'm going to be blunt right now. You are not a good friend. He seriously deserves so much better than you, and it might be better for him if you just let him be. It sounds like he needs time to get over you. You have literally strung him along for years. I really just don't think you care about him in the slightest. He was just someone on the side to give you attention. And while no, you're not obligated to like him, because that's not how this works, but to constantly go to him for advice and for some kind of support with boy problems is only going to hurt him over and over again. So in my opinion, I think it's time to move on, because this guy deserves a lot better than the way you've treated him, and I think it's time for him to find somebody who actually does care about him. I feel like my relationship is falling apart, and despite my attempts to try and make it better, it all just seems to slowly still unravel, and at this point, I don't know what to do. So for the first five years, everything was nice, almost perfect, I would say. We didn't have any issues in the relationship, but last year, we had a lot of fights over small things. What changed in the last year is that we moved and stayed together in another city, and since then, after a while, things started to fall apart. Almost every week, we fought over something small, like she didn't wash the dishes after she ate, or she threw her things all over the apartment, stuff like that. I'm the type of guy who likes for things to be put away into their place, and I also like the house to be cleaned. I always do all the work and cleaning around the house as well, including also paying for everything, including rent, bills, and food. And I started to feel like she doesn't want to put any effort into that. I had a talk with her about the things I don't like, and requested if we can do those things together. Everything was fine after the talk, but only for a time. Then she started getting messy again. I never thought to break up with her for those reasons, even if those things did bother me a lot, because I love her too much. But lastly, I started to feel used, and then also two major things happened that changed my mind and made me not feel attracted to her anymore. A feeling like I can now judge things clearly and not be influenced by my emotions. The first thing she did that broke my heart, as well as my trust, is that a friend of mine told me something about her best friend 
friend, and I asked her if she could promise me that she can keep a secret about her best friend. She said yes, and I told her what was going on. Then, the other day, she told the secret to her best friend. Even though the secret was not a big deal, the fact that she broke her promise really made me think twice. I have never felt betrayed like that. In conclusion, I learned to not tell her anything, since I just don't feel like I can trust her completely. The second thing is that we always go out with our friends. I go out with my friends, and she goes out with hers. And we also go out together as a group. And one night, I went with my boys to the club, where she was with her best friend. We partied and had some drinks, but after a while, I didn't see her anymore. And I called her, and she told me she was in a taxi, and she was going home with her best friend. I got mad, because I felt like I was non-existent. Why didn't she at least say goodbye, or at least tell me that she's going home? Then, the next day, she was like nothing happened, but I refused to even talk to her since then. Now, we're even staying in different rooms. She didn't even apologize or anything. Even my friends asked me why she left without saying anything. Since she is spending more time with her best friend, I started to feel like I'm not her priority anymore. Her best friend got divorced this year, and since then, she always calls my girlfriend to go out with her, as well as to go to clubs with her. She is also telling her that she doesn't need a man anymore, but she goes out with different guys and all this other BS like that. Also, I feel like she doesn't care about what I say anymore, and whenever we have a fight, she never says sorry, and she just stops talking to me, and I have to say sorry to make things okay again, even if it's her own fault. I feel like she's more secretive now and likes to hide things. One day, I even saw a message from her best friend that said as a joke that they should go out sometime with two other guys who just so happen to be brothers, and I didn't laugh, even if I'm 90% sure she never cheated. She makes decisions like I don't exist in her life. I ask her to wait for me to do something together because I also have to do that, but she did it without me like she just doesn't even care anymore. When it comes to small things, she proceeds like this all the time. Now, I don't have a problem with her going out with her friend, but her behavior overall is honestly starting to bother me, and I really don't know what to do. I can understand why you feel like there's some kind of frustration going on. It sounds like you're slowly drifting apart, and you're trying to figure out what is happening in your relationship. So I think maybe talking to her and figuring out exactly what's happening would probably help both of you see eye to eye, because it really would be a shame for your relationship to fall apart like this, especially after five years of being together. So hopefully for the both of you, things work out, because what's going on right now definitely seems frustrating. And for the sake of your relationship, I really hope things get straightened out. Today, I messed up by getting my car stuck in the snow. And as a result, I had my phone stolen as well as my money in the process. And it was honestly just a miserable experience. Here's what happened. So as the title states, I messed up by upsetting the goddess of karma and she decided to seek her revenge by smiting me repeatedly for the entire evening. There is no one single action that led to my afternoon of mess ups. It was more like an accumulation of errors that I seem to have a knack for. To begin my story, it all starts one cold sleeting day in the dreary northern Midwest. My boyfriend asked me if I can go and pick him up some windshield parts for a snowmobile. Sure thing, I say. And why not? He's been kind of grouchy with me lately, so it's an easy way for me to get on his good side. I ask him, where's this store at? And that's when I realize, oh no, it's a marketplace deal. Okay, not super excited, but okay, I'll do it. He sends me the address, and of course, it's out in the sticks. Freaking great. Just what I wanted to do. Meet random people in the boonies. I think I've seen this documentary before. I convince myself to go anyways, and I leave work an hour early, because I sure don't want to be looking for someone's house in the country, also in the dark. It's not that far away, but a good 45-minute drive. So I'm driving along, and my phone is routing me along through a nice ride in the countryside. 
except it's not a nice ride. Anyone that lives up here knows that yesterday it warmed up and it started to rain. Then the rain turned into sleet. Then the sleet froze the ground. And that's where the story really goes downhill. So I'm driving down this back road and I go and turn the steering wheel for a turn. Well, Karma says, turning that steering wheel? Huh, that's only a suggestion. And off the road into some snow I go. Now, I was driving slowly, but obviously not slow enough. And I didn't go down into a ditch or anything like that. So that's my first mess up. I try and back up and my car just laughs at me. Awesome. Now I have to get out and check and see if I messed up something on the car. And fortunately, I had not. Just stuck on some ice and some snow. So I think to myself, okay, like a good Midwestern girl, I've got some of this traction stuff that's supposed to give you traction on ice, which is no big deal. Well, just a life pro tip, the stuff I have must have been kitty litter and it did absolutely nothing. I may as well have just been using dirt and that's my second mess up, buying a useless product. After messing around with the kitty litter and the stuck car, I was about to throw in the towel and call for help. Luckily, some people stopped to help. I should have trusted my instincts, stranger danger and stuff like that, but I was also in a predicament. They come up to my car and were a little scruffy but came across very nice. After talking with them for a few minutes and explaining my situation, they tried to help push my car out, but it didn't work. Then they suggested to let one of them try and rock my car and I'll help push. Okay, why not? Not going anywhere anyways. One of the guys gets in the car and me and the other guy then tried to help push my car out of the snow and that doesn't work either. After trying that for 5 to 10 minutes, we give up. It's terrible out. The sleet is melting on my clothes and I'm getting cold and damp. They tell me good luck but they have to go. But I'm not worried. I'll call someone to tow me out. They leave and I just get back in my car. So here's the third mess up. The guy in my car stole my phone and my money for the windshield. I suppose I asked for it leaving them out but I mean come on. How on earth am I going to call someone now? And I sure hope my screen was locked. Phones have good security right? So I sit and I feel sorry for myself for about 15 minutes but mostly just to warm up. At this point I'm feeling pretty beaten down but it's borderline full dark and starting to get colder. I grab my extra sweater from the back and decide to start working to find a place to make a call. Don't ask me what the thought process was there but I had to do something right? Well the good part is karma must have had enough fun smiting me for the day because about five minutes up the road was a snowmobile trail crossing and I ran into a group at just the right time. Why they were out in this terrible weather I don't know but you know what I don't ask for those details. They were super nice. They gave me a ride to my car and pulled and pushed my poor stupid car out to freedom. It took them like two minutes. I then thanked my rescuers profusely and we all went on our ways. But despite all that, I returned home in utter defeat. So now it looks like I'm gonna have to get a new phone. That is absolutely awful. I can't imagine being stuck in that kind of vulnerable situation only to have somebody rob me blind right in front of me basically. Like they literally went into your car and said okay I'm gonna take this and this and this and then leave this lady completely stranded. Have fun. Like that is some seriously crazy behavior. And it's also super creepy. You would think that people coming out to your car in the middle of the night in the middle of a snowstorm would be at least willing to help you out and not try and rob you blind. And what is with your boyfriend? Why would he make you go out by yourself in the middle of nowhere in the dark in a snowstorm? Like what an absolute jerk. But at least you were able to get out of there for the most part unscathed. And hopefully next time nothing like this happens to you again. Because that was just unfair in general. And I think you've got enough bad karma to last you for quite a while. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications so you never miss a video. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at
at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out in the description below and subscribe.